Please welcome to stage the hosts of Mouth Time with Reductress. This is so exciting. This is actually for people who um, aren't, there are people who are here in the room. That's you guys. But there are also people who are going to be listening to this who aren't you guys. And those are our listeners. Yeah, I don't understand how that works scientifically, but I know that there are people in this room and that there are also people elsewhere in the world. It's a real Schrodinger's cat of a situation. (laughs) Anywho, if you guys, by round of applause, how many of you guys know Reductress? Oh my god, wow. Incredible. For those of you who don't, we're a website. How many of you guys know Mouth Time? Considerably nice. less. Thank a you so much. You. That is us. That is us. That's us. It's Reductress's podcast where uh, we come out weekly with new eppies, and this is one of those eppies. But don't worry. This isn't live. Okay, so... Um, we're gonna get started. Unless there are any questions, thank you so much. Okay, okay. are you guys ready to see a podcast? Yes. <laughs> I said, are you ready to view it? To see a podcast. It's a visual medium. We love to do it live. Okay. Open okay. wide. It's mouth time with her doctor. I'm Quinn. And I'm Dakota. And we're just two girls. Who share what our heads are thinking. By moving our mouths. On today's episode, here's what we're going to be mouthing about. Everything is so, so bad. We're going to look at a newspaper and like, wow. (laughs) We talk about how to make the most of the few seconds before waking up and remembering Trump is president. And... You guys, we are so effing excited because we have the most amazing guest, Teen Vogue superstar and all-around badass, Lauren Duca. Yay! We're editors of Reductress, the only source for women's style, news, entertainment, life advice, inspiration, and online petitions that we will totally sign. Just share it on your Facebook, bish. I love to sign a good petition. Okay, so first of all, for those of you guys who are listening, obviously this is like a live show. Yeah, this is a live show. We're coming to you live from UCB in New York City, where we are in a basement. Can I get an ew? Ew. Yes, ew. Basements are gross. All basements are gross, even finished basements. Yeah, you said it. Sometimes, like, in suburban homes, they try to, like, finish a basement. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't finish the basement. It's still a basement. But you know what I always say? <laughs> a basement's work is never truly finished. Quinn, that is so beautiful. Thank you so much. I actually went to Bible school for two whole weeks. Oh, wow. Do you learn a lot about basements in Bible school? I took place in one you should. Oh. Okay, so basically this is like this is like an emergency meeting that we had to we had to hold because honestly everything, everything is so, so so bad. Like wow. Like honestly whoa. Like what? Like burr. Like, like, like yikes. Like ow. Like ring like ooga. Yeah, like ooga. Oh, 
You do it better than me. I practice. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Every day for an hour. That's not in enough. In the to- mirror, and that's how I know that I can go, ow, and still look really cute. It's a skill. You have to look cute when you make weird sounds. Yeah. So anyway, basically, today what happened is we read a newspaper for the first time ever. Honestly, terrible advertising. I always had assumed that a newspaper was just one piece of paper. Did you know it's more? Yes. I always thought that a newspaper was like a piece of paper with a news on it. Yeah. It had been years since like we saw like real news. Yeah, exactly. And like that turned out really bad. Yeah. I hated that news. Honestly, it was not cute. I didn't like that news at all. The news that I saw, the last news that I saw was actually, it was a text from my stepmom, who's Jill Stein. Yeah. And... Fuck you, Jill. Uh, exact. The text said, don't come home. Me and your dad are done with you. Did she say that? Yeah. Oh, get a fucking life, Jill. Exactly. Jill Stein is like a classic bitch. <laughs> is the thing about Jill. I feel like that's the thing is like, lots of people don't realize is like, she's done a lot of things like, Okay, like she Like who here gave her money? Who gave her money? Honestly, fucking do show you yourself. How many of you guys gave her money? She said she was going to do a recount or whatever. And then she took that money and you know what she did with it? She ate it. She ate it. <laughs> she ate it. She stuck it in her doctor little mouth. She called She, she called said diagnose me. this bitch and then she ate three million dollars she called me oh she made me come home no yeah she made me come home and she was like dakota i have something i need to show you i hate this and story I, was like, I hate it yes and i was like oh my god she's finally gonna tell me how my mother passed or whatever <laughs> I because she really not, messed up that they keep that a secret from she, you i know it's because of fucking jill stein <laughs> okay so she made me come home and she was in a tiny room and she was like, come into my room. You have a tiny room in your house? There's, well, it's a huge mansion. A basement is never finished. <laughs> this is, it's like a, it's like, instead of like finishing the whole basement, they only finish one tiny part of the basement and that's where Jill does all her like Honestly, that's effed up. That's why I would never vote for an independent. Exactly. So she made me come into this room and she was like, Dakota, I want to show you something. And then she made me sit there for 47 hours while she slowly ate every single money that people donated to her and it was so disgusting because I hate people I hate watching people eat like period but it was gross watching her eat all those millions of dollars yeah anyway I fucking hate y'all song we were at Manti got over at Starbucks and we were trying to order our regular, which is water. water. Anyway, we love to like go to Starbucks and get our fave. So anyway, we like went there and there was like a stack of water. And so yeah, we so, got some. And then it turned out later that there wasn't water at all. It was newspaper. newspaper. So we accidentally bought 10 and, and then we were going to read them. But then it was like, wow. 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 So anyway, we just want to talk today about like, you know, stuff that's like going on, like that's making everything so, 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 so bad. bad. Yeah. So really bad. first of all, like you can be an activist. Did you know? Yeah. Like anyone can be an activist. Yeah. 
even your dad. Ew. It's messed up to think about, but it's true. That's so gross. I hope I never like, I hope I never like walk in on my dad being an activist. <laughs> well, you know, what's so weird to think about is that like your dad like was an activist before you were born. Whoa. And then like, and like in the way that like you could be an activist now, one day your kids are going to look back on and they're going to be like, fuck me, that's disgusting. Yeah. Ew, that's really gross. I can't believe my dad is an activist with fucking Joel Okay. Anyway, so, so we decided okay. that we wanted to be activists. Yeah, so we were like, step one, read this newspaper. And then we got distracted because we overheard someone talking in the Starbucks. And did you know that diet soda is actually bad for you? Yeah. Did you guys know this? Did you know? Did you know? And did you know? telling us? Did you guys know? If you're lis- if you're listening and if not you're, live and in our show, you here. should know that we're looking each audience member in, in the, the eye, eye. In and the asking eye. them, "Did you guys did, did you, you know? Guys know that diet soda was bad for you?" Okay, Literally no one, no one will answer. This, this is, is disgusting. <laughs> I feel crazy. <laughs> it's like no one here has a medical degree. Yeah, not everyone could be like your stepmom. Stop bringing her. Oh, I can't help it. Okay, so do you, can we talk about these newspapers for a little bit? Okay, yeah. Okay, so, I want to talk about some of the things that are so bad. Like, okay. okay, number one, here's the thing that's really bad. These newspapers are so big. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> They're so big and they have so many papers. And okay, here's another thing that's kind of weird about it. Different textures. Yeah, like, okay, this one is kind of smooth, but it's like inky. People tell me that the news is bad, but then this, like, it, the section's called business day, and I'm like, that sounds fun. Yeah. Like, this one says improve your quality of sleep, which I'm like, that's a pretty good news, but what? It costs $599. <laughs> I actually... I don't need to be, children don't need to be reading this. That's the only part of the news that I read through all the way, and I actually, it gave me some really good ideas for my basement. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, something really disturbing I saw in the news is this cover of Thursday Styles with this woman... You know what I don't like about her? She appears to be, like, over 25. (laughs) Which is, like, It's, like, leave the pictures to the youngies, okay? Also, look at all the books that are buying. Like, people don't like books. Why would I want to look at a picture of books? Get this to me on my phone! Yes! Okay. (sighs) Okay, now, here's, here's some news I like. Here's oh, I really I actually love. love that news. Okay, this news is cute. That's like a casual... But this news is kind of a bitch. I met her once. Who is that? It's Kate Upton. Oh. <laughs> oh. Could you not tell by her she's, incredibly distinctive body and face? She's wearing like a casual winter outfit. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like a Star Wars Carrie Fisher bikini. Um, and she's saying... Don't call it. Don't a call dick. it dick. Don't call it dick. Don't <laughs> call it dick. You know what? You Don't call it. Dick. And you know what? Sometimes I think when I look at the news, Ma. I think you can't make this up. That's so true. I think to myself, no way. Yeah. Sometimes I look at the news and I'm like, you could never lie about this. Yeah, that's what I think too. I'm like, a fact is a fact. <laughs> I love when you look at a good news and you're just like. A fact is a fact. I know. A good news will put you right to bed. <laughs> like, a good news will make you sleepy. A bad news will make you horny. Okay. Did you have a bad news lately? Um, I've had a couple bad newses lately, and it made me so horny. Oh, this is a good news that we found. I love this news. This is, I found um, this news at Gristidi's. This is Gristidi's, um, 
news catalog. <laughs> it's a newsletter, and a lot of people I hear read it for the articles, which makes sense because the there are art- so, there's so many pictures in it, but ultimately you have to read it for the articles. Exactly, like Clayton's organic ground beef is only nine ninety nine this week. Okay, that's a steal. I think that's a bad news because that made me really horny. Oh no. Uh oh. Uh oh. Beep beep. <laughs> I love being horny. Okay, this is a boy news. You know, this one just looks like a boy. This, like, sometimes there are girl newses and there are boy newses, but the Wall Street Journal just looks like a boy. This is so, like, okay, this beautiful woman, I don't know who this is, but, like, girl news right there. Yeah. Melania. That's some lady news. She's so beautiful. She looks scared. But this turd, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so we, like, read the news, and we were, like, wow. Like, I was, like, I was, like, I was honestly a little bit, like, you're always like that. I'm going to keep doing that until people like it more. Okay. (laughs) And we were, like, well, this is so depressing. Like, we didn't know the world was so bad because we were so busy with our podcast totally you sometimes know? you get so wrapped up in your podcast you come home and you're just like oops oh, yeah you're like wow i missed some 10 years and which is a lot for me because i'm years old exactly <laughs> and you're actually 20 years older than me it's true like you're only we're incredibly young yeah we're okay. practically babies now it's time for our third Favy Seggy, and that one's called The, the Mouthwash. Mouth and this is where we take reductor's headlines, we put them in our mouths, we chew it, it does not taste right, and then we spit it back into a napkin. Yeah, which is like really cool, because then mm. you can eat it later. My mom says it's rude, but she's so beautiful, I got distracted when she told me. One time I spit into a napkin, and my stepmom, Doll Stein, told me that I had to eat the napkin. <laughs> I think, honestly, she just has some weird food issues. Now that I'm looking back at my life. Maybe she just has a lot of, like, paper-related cravings. Sometimes when people are pregnant, they, like, get a craving, and then it never goes away, even Whoa. after they have the baby. You know I hate I hate to cuss. those words. Yeah. <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. Mm. Okay, anyway. so today's headline that we're, like, so excited about is how to make the most of the few seconds between waking up and remembering Trump is president. Those it's like a seconds. period of like five seconds. Yeah, yeah, there's like a lot you can do though. Yeah, for sure. Like you can like, you can like, uh-oh, Trump's president. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, you can like go like reach for your phone and then right before you grab your phone, you're like, oh, Trump's president. You can like, you can like, start kind of get your bearings and think I want coffee and then immediately you can think Trump is president. Yeah like you can say what and then remember oh Trump. You can you can open your eyes. I'm going to do a simulation. Okay. I sleep like this. That's so beautiful. Ah! <laughs> you know it's kind of like that. Yeah exactly like every morning I wake up and I go like this. I, I sleep like this with uh, my chin's tucked under like this oh yeah that's and good go, and i go no <laughs> every morning i go no and i say it out loud what does your boy do when you do that well you know my boy doesn't spend a lot of nights with me because he works for the government and he's really busy and i can't say who it is 
but it, I can't believe that you won't tell me your best friend who your boyfriend is. I can't tell you because he works in government and he is really important and I can't ever tell you. But you know what? I'm going to make a list and I'm going to cross it off because how many people work in government? Like two. Six? Seven. Yeah. I don't know. He has some like government friends or whatever, but they're such jerks. But it feels like he's always traveling and that feels messed up. He do is you, always traveling. Do you think he's cheating on you with his wife? <laughs> No. You're right. She's Uggs. Yeah. <laughs> He's okay. really busy. That's true. Um, what else? Why do we want to talk about today? I don't know. Oh, my God. There are too many papers on There's here. I got confused. Papers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Have you ever drowned? <laughs> like once, but it was on purpose. What did you do? I like pulled my head up against uh, like out of the water and I went, no. <laughs> and that was it. I worked? Yeah. I, okay, so for those of you guys who don't know, I have a boyfriend and like. Oh my God. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I, I was like, well, how long can we possibly make it without talking about your boyfriend? 18 minutes, bitch. Okay, so <laughs> I do have a boyfriend. His name is Chab. He's a model s- surfer. Um, it's it's hard because sometimes, you know, you are looking at the person you want to spend your life with and it's just like, choose one. <laughs> like, it's so hard that he needs to model as he surfs. Like, yeah. I, and, and sometimes I want him to go on modeling jobs that aren't in the water, but we can't, well, he not we can't do always, that. he will only model in the water. He actually will literally do anything I ask him to because he wants to marry me so bad, but... <laughs> I, like, literally hate weakness. It makes me feel so sad for people. I totally get that. Because I do believe that weakness is 100% a choice no matter what. Even yeah. if, even if like, your weakness is that, like, if a bullet goes through you, you bleed. It's, like, try harder. Yeah, exa- exactly. I, the only way for a woman, because, like, we, it's, like, hard, whatever. It's hard to be a woman or whatever in 2019, um, as it is now. And, um... The thing is, like, the one way Oh, my that, God, it's almost a millennium. Isn't it crazy? It's like... I'm scared, though. I'm like, what's going to happen to my computer? <laughs> um, I'm so worried about all those... All the bugs. <laughs> the 2020 okay. bug. Okay, can I ask you a real question? Yeah. How many bugs live in there? Because Inside I, a computer? Yeah. Because I hear a bunch of them rattling around. And I took one to the Apple store, but then the genius there was so annoying that I just left. It's annoying to, like, call yourself a genius when literally all you do is just, like, turn off someone's phone and turn it back on. (laughs) I'm like, oh, great job. You're a genius. Yeah, sometimes they look at you and they're just like, did you put champagne on it? And it's like, okay, Einstein, you win. Like, but what now? Yeah, they're like, they're like, we can tell it was wet. Like, did you accidentally dropped it in the toilet and I'm like no I was drinking toilet water and it fell into my glass I mean that's just like classic sexism though you know yeah I think it's super effed up when like you bring your iPad in and it's in like more than three pieces and they look at you all confused and it's like have you never seen a woman before in your life like like sorry that I can't like send Chab to do my bidding for me like 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 sorry like that I can't craft with my iPad like I have patterned scissors let me be me yeah totally I dropped my um phone to the bottom of a 
diving pool. That's how is that different? Dive. Yeah, it's a pool that's really deep so that you can dive in it off a high dive. And I went to the Genius Bar and I was like, "Hey, Mark, um, they're all name all, they're all their names. They're literally um, all named Mark." And I was like, "Mark, can you come with me to the diving pool to see my phone and see if it's still working?" And he said no. And I was like, "Wow, I've never felt more my gender." The worst part is when they come up to you and they're just like, do you have an appointment today? And it's like, okay, buddy, I'm taken. Yes. Or when they come up to you and they're like, you can't live here. Yes. And I'm Every like, time I try to set up a, like, a glamping tent inside of the Genius Bar, they're like, what are you doing? And yes, it's like, exactly. are you blind? Like, if you are, that's honestly fine. I'm not racist, but like, you have to tell me. Yes. They're like, I have to lock out the store and it's not okay that you're drinking out of our toilet <laughs> and I'm like you don't know me it sucks okay so the world is really bad and the thing is is like there's stuff that we can do to help totally and one of the things that you can do is you can call All your, your senator we didn't know what a senator well I learned what a senator was when I started casually dating one but uh, yeah but now I'm like oh you can call senators that you're not sleeping with also I think it's crazy that, like, senators are into both men and women. Like, I thought that you either were just, like, gay or straight, but it turns out that you can also be a senator. Yes, exactly. A senator is... There's a whole Sex in the City episode about it, and they do not handle it well. <laughs> Those girls are crazy. Oh, my God, but I love them. I don't think I'm any of the girls. You know who I am? Oh, my God, who? Mario Canton. <laughs> You know he's on that show. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not a Samantha. I'm not a Carrie. I'm not a Bertrand or whatever. <laughs> I'm not Cynthia Nixon. Like, I am Mario Canton. <laughs> I guess. Is that I, how you say his name? <laughs> I take a million quizzes, and every time the bugs just leap out of my phone. Oh, my God. You have to honestly get that phone checked. Ladybugs are good luck. Get off my back. <laughs> Okay, so calling a senator um, can be really scary. Yeah. Um, there are, like, a lot of reasons why you would want to call your senator, like, asking for, like, equal pay for men and women. Yeah. Or, like, paid leave for women who are just, like, so tired. Yeah. It's really important. So we just thought that we would model... Like, you know, to just kind of, like, make it less scary, we thought that we would, like, model what that t a phone call like that sounds like so yeah. that you guys, so you guys just kind of know what it's, know what it feels like, and then you won't be so scared to do it on your own. How does that sound? Yeah. Great. Okay. So this is, like, a script for calling your centers, and I'll be, like, us, and, like, you'll be... And I'm going to be a staffer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was just a trendy, like, a name of a cool... No, that's when you're staff. not into anybody. Oh... Okay, so ready? So you pick up your phone, and you're like, ch -ch 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 or whatever. And then you're like, ring, ring, ring. Senator boyfriend's office. Oh, hi. Um, I was just calling because I wanted to say, hey. Wait, is this Dakota? Yeah. This is Quen. Quen? What? Oh my God. What? Do you work for a senator? Yeah, right this now I do. This is so crazy. This is crazy too. Oh my God, how are you? I'm good. How do you think the live app is going? I think it's going like, honestly, fine. Wait, are... <laughs> 
like if 100% I'm being honest, agree. Yeah. Like if I'm being confident, great. If I'm being honest, like it's fine. Do you not feel confident? Well, you know me. Like I'm always confident because like confidence is the best thing you can wear to a party. <laughs> That's what my mom used to say before she mysteriously <laughs> disappeared. But, you know, I think it's going fine. How do you think it's going? I think it's going solid. Like, I think it's going, like, good, you know? Yeah, like, cool. Like, I think it's going, like, it's it's going all right. It's certainly happening. Yeah, totally. Anyway, thank you so much for calling. Yeah, I'll be sure to tell my boyfriend you called. Thank you. Oh, by the way, like, don't you think that women who are really tired should get paid leave? Yes. Yes, right? Yeah, I just totally. Have this idea and I'm like, that's really good. Wait, don't go. Okay. You're my best friend. Gwen. I have to go. Bye. Okay. Bye. Staffers are really busy. They can't just always stay on the phone with you talking. Yeah, so that's, like, kind of how it goes when you, like, call your center to ask for, like, something that you need. And, like, you know... If you're taking notes, like, definitely use them. Yeah, like, this is something that we're, like... Like, definitely just fucking try. Just, like, fucking pick up a phone. Like, this is something that we gifted to you. So, like, as long as your phone's not shattered into, like, a billion pieces or whatever, like, ours are all the time. Yeah. Just, like... As long as a guy named Mark hasn't looked at you and said do you have apple care and you're like stop swearing i'm i went to bible school for like two weeks yeah they're like do you have apple care and i'm like i would never eat a vegetable yes it's crazy all right well this is as good a time as ever to literally go completely hog wild and just introduce this very special guest yeah this is as good a time as ever there's never going to be another moment like this there's you know what? What? Some people wait a lifetime for a moment like this. Some people wait. No, please stop. Dakota, Dakota, you're hurting me. I'm sorry. Dakota thinks that she can sing and she's only kind of right. Anyway, so. I love to sing. I love when I sing. Okay, so listen. <laughs> That's kind of how singing works. You love when you're doing it. Okay. Guys, we want to bring in our amazing guest for today. We, we like, love her. We're so We're obsessed, like with her. obsessed with her. We're, like, obsessed with her. She's a writer for Teen Vogue. Her article, Trump is Gaslighting America, went super viral on the interweb. And she absolutely destroyed America's widest pile of rancid garbage, Tucker Carlson, on his own show. Yeah. Please welcome to the pod, Lauren Duca. This is so exciting. Oh, my God. You guys, spoiler alert. We actually got to meet Lauren before the show, and we were, like, super fangirly about it. And then she was just like, hey. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I was like, and you were like, what? (laughs) I have to tell you guys something, though, which is um, four different people in my sixth grade talent show saying a moment like this. And the last girl like scooped everyone because she growled like she did like moment like as if she was the singer. That's that is what so it imp- takes. Like a lot of young people have beautiful voices, but if you can growl, that's the sign that you like have seen shit. Or at least, yeah. I think it's 
Yeah. I think it's really important when young girls signal to people that they're starting to at least understand what puberty will be like. Right. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you have a beautiful angelic voice, but if you can like ma- do that little growl thing, all the adults in the audience are like, oh no. Did you know that the the, <laughs> the deepness of the voice is directly proportionate to like the girth of a dick you'll eventually get shoved down there? <laughs> I've actually, I had heard that. That's yeah. a fact. Like the deeper the growl, the more like bo- like men in the room are thinking there's going to be room. Yeah. Which is interesting because like, you know, I have like a really naturally deep resonant voice. <laughs> and so that should tell you something about the boys that I've been with. Oh my God, stop bragging. It's time for Lauren Duca to brag. Okay. So Lauren, you work at Teen Vogue. Yes. How long have you worked there? Um, I've worked there for a year. I was a weekend editor. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Do you have to quit when you turn uh, 20? (laughs) I actually turns. I was on um, CNN uh, to talk about this article. And um, Carl Bernstein, like (gasps) that one, was backstage. From the movie Dick. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yes. That's how I know him. Um, And he he knew why I was there. And he asked me if I was a teenager. (gasps) And... (laughs) I think it's amazing how much effort men put into understanding women's media. <laughs> like, for sure. Like, the only yeah. reason why there's not, like, a teen Wall Street Journal is because, like, they just are afraid that, like, the boys will be too busy getting into colleges. <laughs> wow. It is really amazing that Carl Bernstein, who's found... He's what, 400 years old? Like, he spent so many years in media. It's and all he was relative. Like, he was like, Teen Vogue must be written by teens. <laughs> the teens are just running it over there. Yeah. So. Foreign, by, foreign by teens. Wow, that's amazing. But to be fair, I mean, most of them are like 19. They're like older teens. Yeah. I'm 16. Oh. I don't know why anyone. Uh, he was right. Yeah, I was we're, telling a story. I'm yeah. actually this man years old. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was 16, it was three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Just when years before me. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so how how did your so so I mean you're like you're like really popular in a way that people just like can't choose, you know? Like people just like tell them like this is your life now, and that's what your life is like now. So what gave you the idea? You know, but what really sparked it was like your article about Trump gaslighting America. Like what inspired you to write that article? Uh, well, on a uh, on a serious note, um, the I'll threat to American democracy. But on a less serious note, you know, I wanted to be famous to piss off a girl named Nicole that I went to high school with. <laughs> so, oh my god, I love that. You know, oh my god, wait. So if true, she was listening, what would you say Nicole, to her? So I'm gaslighting four of them, <gasps> and it's just one. <laughs> New oh Jersey. My god. Oh my god, that's that's literally effed up. And they I were all my enemy, all of them. So. Okay, wait. what did she do? What did she do to you? Yeah, I can't get into it right now. But okay, okay. but so it's a saga. Okay. Um, wow. But, okay. Uh, so yeah, you wanted revenge, which is very. We definitely speak revenge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fluent in revenge. You know how a lot of men on Twitter are just like fluent in sarcasm, and you're just like, this guy can fuck. You know. <laughs> For me, it's just like I'm just like 100% fluid, fluent in revenge. <laughs> yeah. Um, so on a on a more serious note, I am the most Google thing in New Jersey because of that girl <gasps> Nicole. No, sorry, I was gonna <laughs> say. 
Um, I, was, I almost choked. <laughs> so, no, on, um, I really did think that Hillary was going to win. So while I was doing more political coverage kind of leading up to the election, it was very much a switch on November 9th. And I think it's funny that as the weeks go on, more and more people are telling me that they knew that he was going to win, which I find very bizarre. Because yeah, I'm like, why didn't, were you not screaming <laughs> like, yeah. so much? Um, yes. I don't know why. <laughs> like, no one. It's very weird. Each week I have a higher density of, well, I did know. So. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> People people want to be able to say that they saw it coming and that they're smarter than all, all, the, num- like it's all like- the numbers and all the politicians and all the media and everyone in the whole world. But just to like play devil's advocate for like one second, like I did discover Ariana Grande and no one believes me. <laughs> And so, like, sometimes you just, like, when you know, you know. I feel that way about Adele, to be honest, but I would never say it out loud, except yeah, right now. Yeah, except in this recorded podcast. I feel like I... I, I would literally never say it on one of the biggest weeks of Adele's career on the podcast, <laughs> where I have 100,000 followers on Twitter that I might retweet this up, but, like, actually, like... Adele, Adele. I actually was did discover Adele. Oh, my God, how? I discovered her this week. I hadn't heard of her before. <laughs> I had not, I was like, someone was like, Adele won the Grammy, and I was like, what's a Grammy? Who, what's an Adele? Um, oh, a Grammy in my room. A Grammy is like the space in between your vagina and your butthole. I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. I'm like, my Grammy is too long. <laughs> and n- not wide enough. Classic so on problem. November 9th, I yeah. felt a sense I'm of sorry, what? <laughs> I want to see you better. Is it weird if I... No, do it. I'm moving my chair. <laughs> you have to announce what you're doing on a podcast, otherwise people don't get it. Now it's like I put myself at the head of the table like I'm your dad. <laughs> okay, um, girls. <laughs> um, and I, I think that a lot of people had said that Donald Trump was lying, but it was hard to talk about the way he was lying and giving yeah. it kind of a system of thought to talk about it and is why I'm hoping it went viral so people could kind of understand. Okay. It's just in there. So yeah. Now. <laughs> So, uh, you know, there was a kind of a currency to talk about a campaign of built on confusion and disinformation. And I think the article is actually really simple, but that's part of why it caught on, because it's something hopefully that people were able to then use this kind of currency in the marketplace of ideas to talk about our lying um, Agent Orange president. I think you gave. (laughs) Well, first of all, um, I think he's beautiful. (laughs) Um, bad ideas, but we can all agree, like, he's gorgeous. Um, I do think, I think you put into words the way that everybody was thinking, but could only express by being like, it's just so crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I also think that, like, there's also a much sadder element to it where people were just like, wow, this public figure feels like bad guys I've dated, but how? And then they read your article and they were like, oh, shit. I also think it was like, it was really important to a lot of people, I think, that it came from a woman and that it came from Teen Vogue. And I think it made a lot of people be like, wow, like everybody's waking up. It's not like, we know the New York Times is going to be on this, but like, seeing the way that the whole world was was putting their their hat in the ring was really was really cool. And then we had a whole conversation about whether teen girl 
liberals can care about politics, which is apparently and we <laughs> and we found out that actually they're not allowed. <laughs> they are yes, forbidden. No, not actually that they can, but like there are rules. Yeah, well, let's. It's talk actually about... that they have to apply, and then no one gets. And in. then no yeah. one. So. Well, let's talk about this because you went on Tucker Carlson's show. <laughs> Who saw this? Who saw it this? Was, yeah, come on. The, it was amazing, um, and it was it was just like the internet erupted and was like, <laughs> she took down Tucker Carlson. Or he has pretended since that he doesn't know who I am. He sort of like <laughs> did like a Mariah Carey, like Entertainment <laughs> Weekly interviewed him. And they're I like, I don't know her. <laughs> he, he was like, a, what's her name? And they, like, they, he was like, they were like, have you heard the Laura Puka? I've never heard. <laughs> Um, and the funny thing is, I've actually, my mom sent me a clip of some guy he had, like, a hostile exchange with, and it was, like, some, he was crazy, too, but he was, like, that teen girl destroyed you, like, to Tucker. So I actually saw him hear it on his show. Wow. He's lying. He wow. knows who I am. It's, it's almost weird. as if he was completely humiliated. <laughs> <laughs> But so he by a sixteen-year-old, by a sixteen-year-old girl, <laughs> New Jersey in the house. So, but one thing that was really interesting about that was he kind of like dug into the fact that you worked for Teen Vogue, which like is a very well-rounded publication. And he brought up this thing that you mentioned about like can teen girls also like can you like Ariana Grande and can you like politics and have an opinion I, <laughs> which seems like crazy. it's like finally someone's asking the questions you know <laughs> I, it, it's like can you man, like can you like milk and chocolate milk you know <laughs> no. it, I just I think he forgot that he was on Dancing with the Stars when he <laughs> asked me that <laughs> I think if you were to ask him if he was on Dancing with the Stars he'd be like Dancing with the who? <laughs> Oh my god. I'm sorry, I'm married. <laughs> I feel like Tucker Carlson took off that bow tie and put on a regular tie and was like, they'll forget that I'm a flaming piece of shit. The the funny thing is that it was sort of uh, so in the moment it truly shocked me to my core. Like I just could not believe it. And by the way, I called him a sexist pig yeah. right after, and I think it was to my benefit that some places it was cut off <gasps> because then they didn't think I was as unruly. So, but oh. he heard it because uh, my husband DVR'd it. He's here somewhere. And um, shout and out to the Duke of Hubby. <laughs> Hubby. No, we don't say here. that word. Sorry, just kidding. Hubson is here. Try it out. This is a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> He DVR'd it, and um, you can see Tucker. He really looks like he sw he swallows a bug, kind of yeah. like I know he heard it. But um, it was sort of gratifying to hear it put in such explicit terms. I mean, this is my like t forty-eight hours later take because yeah. it's truly shocking in the moment. Yeah. But because I was hearing that kind of talk from people being like, the "She wrote this incredible article, but also about Selena Gomez," and it was just like yeah. the, from people in media and older men in media and so to hear just explicitly sort of like you don't have access to this conversation you know go stick to the shoes is just was such a nice way to actually be like oh actually this is a true thing I'm experiencing sexism I so I have a question yes. because I think that like women have this experience in all in all types of their life where like they get put on the spot in a weird way or like someone says something where you just like do this double take where you're like, did you actually just say that to me? Like whenever you go into an Apple store, this happens. But like, 
Yeah. But like in in your life, like do, have you usually been able to like kind of think quick on your feet and be able to like say what you mean and like stick up for yourself? Because one of the things that I found so inspiring about the video is like it's such like a shocking thing to be told. And like I think I would be so like disarmed by the whole thing. I'd be like, uh, um, uh, but you like really like have like that adrenaline and are able to communicate like exactly what all of us wanted you to communicate. Is that like, is that like you? Um, I, um, well, it's funny cause I think it's harder when it's more coded and it's stealthy and it's condescending and it's all this little trick of you have to go dissect it later. So this was just an endless stream of smarmy nonsense. And yeah, it was he just, really wasn't holding back. I think it was because I came in pretty confident and I was ready to talk about Ivanka and her role in transparency and her campaign. And I had like talking points that I was quite confident in. And then it was just me having to defend what I did or did not say. So it was actually like a less challenging version of what I was experiencing. Well, you know what that kind of reminds me of is um the 2016 campaign. Yeah. <laughs> huh. huh, weird. It's almost like sexism is real. real. Huh. 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 Weird. That's crazy. Yeah, he really... Possibility. <laughs> but actually, like, until Teen Vogue is run entirely by men, there won't be equality. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I keep saying. I'm like, more men at Teen Vogue. Come on, come on, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that... I You were so composed through that whole interview, and it was kind of astounding. And I think that's... I, I think everyone... I loved is, how you didn't shoot him. <laughs> I love how you just didn't, like, through the TV somehow just, like, shoot him dead. Yeah. Uh, I like to guess, like, where when I watch movies and TV shows, I like to guess what the twist is going to be. So the whole time I watched I was like, now she's going to shoot him. Now she's going to shoot him. And then you never did. And so I was, I was like, well, I was like, this show has no twists. But I was also like, really well done. Yeah, wow. I was kind of like, it's no bones. But I was also like, good, good job. Yeah, like... Is bones. I nothing. Mean. At the end of the day, nothing's bones. The show bones. Nothing is but like... bones is bones, and even bones sometimes isn't really bones. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's true. Like I mean, the whole will they or won't they between Emily Deschanel and, and David all the bones. Brands, yeah. Uh-huh. Like... <laughs> really won't they between her and those bones? It's they did, and we're happy. Hard to know. So going forward, I mean, now that like we're getting better at, at talking about this and we're, we're getting better at, I mean, people are learning how to deal with people like Tucker Carlson, people like Kellyanne Conway, who I just learned about in the news <laughs> today. And one word about that. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the Yoops. one, the one thing I have to say about Kellyanne Conway is like you. <laughs> um, what do we do going forward? What is what is what do you see your job as a journalist? What's our job as um, podcast journalists? Uh, what are all these people? I mean, these people are all obviously professional podcast listeners. Like what? Sure. What's, where do we go from here? So I think it's a matter of being empowered by information and having confidence in forming opinions because if you're confident in your position, you'll be ready to speak on it. And that could be with, you know, your version of a Tucker Carlson, but also in a family setting one-on-one where maybe someone's on the fence or it's, you know, it's relational. It's not always on that bigger scale of performance debate or whatever Fox News counts as at this point. Performance God bless. Performance debate is... Very good. Uh, I, um, I think it's really hard for us to have conversations right now. I think the reason pe- people keep talking kind of, how do I have a conversation with my family, my libertarian boyfriend? <laughs> that I didn't. Oh, my God. Someone who said, said that? that? Who, truly, needs help? who needs help? Truly. 
I don't I talk to there my are other men yeah um, I swear to God I really got that question wow. but um yeah I think I think that the the reason that those that's the root of the question is because those are the people you you, you know still you want to deal with it's either your mom or the sex is really good with your libertarian boyfriend right and what is that whatever it is I like truly think that's a myth but okay <laughs> I, I can't agree with the premise but I'm listening <laughs> Um, any conversation beyond it is almost not worth it. We're so frustrated. We're talking past each other. It feels, and the goal, the goal of this administration of any powerful wannabe authoritarian regime is to get us to throw up our hands and say, I don't want to talk about politics. I don't want to read about politics. I'm too frustrated. This is a toxic mess. So I guess my advice is to stay mad. I mean, you have, you can't be calibrated to, to, to attend at all times because that's just like an ulcer. Cause you'll break out. You'll break out. I, your T zone will be a mess. I yeah. had such a like Steve Bannon pimple on my chin. It was so big. You mean um, it looked like a pimple that he has or like it looked, it looked like, like Steve yeah. Bannon. <laughs> He looked like and himself. he gave it to me. So, I imagine yeah. <laughs> the Steve Bannon pimple is just like. <laughs> well, I just also side note. It's funny because I uh, I'm weirdly not perfect. It's like so what? shocking. But um, I don't understand. I actually I can't relate. <laughs> people, um, I know it's hard. It's hard to, for me to even find this information. You know, when out, you turn but... seventeen, though, a lot of things will change. <laughs> Um, I think because a lot of my work is ethically driven and I'm definitely an advocate and an outspoken advocate, people expect me to kind of be held to this crazy standard. And speaking of Steve Bannon, I tweeted something. It was a joke and it was about him looking like an eczema-ridden space slug that had a falling out with his dermatologist. Mm. But anyway, it was just a little joke. And somebody was like, you, not somebody, a couple people were writing to me and they were like, you are better than this. And please don't talk about his looks. And it's like, well, they are tearing us limb from limb. Like, can I have a little fun? Yeah. <laughs> and as and someone who just has like absolutely brutal eczema, like, agree. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's just... happening under here. <laughs> no, it's hard. It's like we were so desperate for somebody to be our Jesus. And, yeah. Um, I'm that... not, but I am. I do have. I think the advice is don't worry about being ideologically perfect. Like. Let yes. people learn, let people talk, let people work through their ideas. We're so quick to cut a chokehold off with the things we know better. And it's, it's not, it doesn't let the conversation flow, especially on the left. Who I, that's who I'm assuming I'm talking to yes. here tonight. I think that what? have conversations, don't get frustrated, work through it and be allies to one another in, in lots of different ways, like in the social justice way, but also just as pals. Yes. <laughs> Donald Trump is president. Stop fucking around is kind of my takeaway conclusion point. I think that's point. great. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard because like everybody has kind of this like crazy uncle, you know, who like, like who here has a crazy uncle? <laughs> and, yeah. Oh my God. Everyone who's listening to this podcast who's not here, every single person just stood up. Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. Everyone it was crazy. Stood up. And some of them uh, now are crying. Yeah, like everyone. Stop has, thinking about your uncle. Sit down. <laughs> like everyone has a crazy uncle who like is so conservative and like is always yelling at the news, and it's like hard to have a conversation. And we're getting scared about like what's it going to be like to talk to them. And the weird thing is that that uncle is president right now. <laughs> And I think that it makes it really hard <laughs> because our uncle is now like, it's my guy. <laughs> I see myself in him. 
talk to your uncle before yeah. he becomes president, please. Put uh, <laughs> on a shirt, please, everybody. Talk to your uncle before he becomes. But president. that one on that one on one relational work, I think, matters. I think staying informed and not being scared about seeming rude. I mean, if you you're well read on a subject, especially if you're a young woman, I think that you should be stepping up and having these conversations. And you know, maybe it's your uncle who could have heard you explaining to him whatever series of atrocities was happening during the election and you know throw it i think that's how we approach like it's the thanksgiving mentality of mm -hmm. like let's fuck this tap out but like everyone can tap back in now i think yeah we can do it how do you like see your role changing now that you know so many more people are looking to you being like lauren like tell me what the heck to do <laughs> uh it's freaky that the good start it's funny because like a lot of people will say there's so many things i'm hearing from people and some of it is you're my hero and some of it is i'm gonna chop your head off and fuck your neck and so mm. it's a wide variety of input and feedback but like we're you know positive like to be fair <laughs> To be fair, like we don't know whether or not that'd be pleasurable or not, and if and, and you and you no might be the person can, to find out. No one can ever not, report back. The, I, I, the woman's G spot is in the neck. Yeah, and that's it's like, actually it's like behind the jugular. Yeah. yeah, and that's why it's scientifically impossible for a woman to orgasm. I've literally, <laughs> I've literally like for years been calling her Adam's apple, the clit of the neck, and like, and like. So many doctors have specifically told me to stop, but like, I'm not, I will never take down my blog. No. <laughs> I'm like, it's www.medicine.net. <laughs> and it has some really nice glitter fonts. I think you'll enjoy. It's a really good blog. Um, I, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> um, I, I take my platform really seriously it's because people ask me questions about what's going on that are very scary um, because I just realize how the the gap of media literacy is rather big and people will say kind of like how is he allowed to do this and it'll be like the constitution doesn't enact itself and i'll send them an article and sometimes they answer the dms that ask me those kind of things because that person's really looking out for what i have to say so I'm actually this was not meant to be a plug but i'm gonna start a column at teen vogue where i just Ha prioritize things. I think I'll have like three things that you can do, three things for you to read, and then maybe 700 words on whatever the worst thing of the week is. It will certainly be a grab bag, um, <laughs> assuming we're not letting yes. up anytime soon. So I'm trying to create a resource that's like, here's how to process all of it because it truly is too much. Like I had like a meeting today and I missed four terrible things and it's just, yes. it was only an hour long. <laughs> well, yeah. that's great. That's amazing. Cause like I'll, you know, some people read the news all day long and you don't miss anything and you're angry about everything. Uh, but that's not a reality for everybody and not everybody can do that. So to have a place uh, to sort of get like to have someone smart uh, tell you what you should be worried about <laughs> and how you can help is, yeah. I think, going to be really helpful. So that's awesome. Also, like for a lot of people that are looking to get educated, I would definitely recommend this Christie's <laughs> newsletter. <laughs> For example, store baked ham is five ninety nine. Butterball ground turkey is three ninety nine. I mean, these and that shocked me when I read it, but it also gave me hope. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, Grissetti's is so overpriced. They had lemons for a dollar each. Get out! <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. that's like a Lucille Bluth priced lemon. <laughs> Who? What billionaire was like lemon? It's a whole Sometimes unit. I do that like, when I go grocery shopping. I buy the most expensive thing because I'm like, it must be good. 
So capitalism, it it's works. working. Um, okay, we have a couple more questions. Okay. Uh, okay, number one, do you think we could be models? <laughs> I, I definitely please don't let it just be a yes or no models. answer. Role models, absolutely. Oh my god. Okay, I'll take it. it. Sounds like Wait, what you're saying. Really quick, we do want to play a game with you. <laughs> is because, that okay? <laughs> is that okay? Will you play a game? Yeah. Okay. Let's play. And also afterwards, I, I will corner you more about why you just said role models, not supermodels. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, I am just like incredibly tiny and beautiful, so I'm puzzled. I'm okay. Little. So wow. so this um. One of the things that we just had us like frothing at the mouth was when Tucker Carlson said something dumb and you were like, oh, honey. Um, so we want to play a game called Oh, oh honey. honey. And basically, we're going to give you a situation and then you tell us what to say back to them, but it has to start with Oh, oh honey. honey. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so let's say your grandpa is really old and he has some dated ideas and he says something like, I thought Hamilton was garbage. <laughs> What would you say? Oh, <laughs> oh honey. Uh, <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> it can be really short. You and Mike Pence would get along great. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it when it's also a zinger. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, and also Hillary Clinton got a fucking standing O at <laughs> Glenn Close's new show. Yeah. Um, Read okay. that in your Christidis <laughs> newspaper. Okay. Um, okay. What about when your boy cousin who is not old but does also have dated ideas is like, <laughs> I think we need to give Trump a chance. Um, oh, honey, stop reading the news at lacrosse camp. <laughs> Okay, this touches on something really important, which is, like, girls should have opinions, should read the news, and should be well-rounded and can like many things. Boys, get your hands off the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever they're feeding Boys you at lacrosse camp, cut it out. <laughs> okay, what about when your girl cousin who's younger than your boy cousin, but, like, not on the same side of the family, has, like, pretty liberal ideas, but for some reason is like, I actually think sexism is over. <laughs> Ugh. Well, oh, okay. honey, Hillary Clinton didn't win for a reason. Mm, honey. Ooh, okay, oh, honey. Okay, okay. What about you're out with your girlfriends and one of your girlfriends is like, how are we all sharing order of fries? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, honey, yes. Oh, honey, yes. Okay, what about if there's like a coworker who you don't totally like, but you just sort of deal with her and she comes over to your cubicle and she's like, Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, honey, it's in June. <laughs> so he's wrong. wrong. That's fake news. Yeah. Fake news. <laughs> okay, this one's a really... I actually am really curious what you're going to say about this for personal reasons. Okay, what, what would you say if you're at a store and you try to leave with one of those big, big plastic tubs of... <laughs> those plastic tubs of cheese balls without paying, and then the store manager is like, you're shoplifting. <laughs> What would I? What would you say? Oh, honey, stop discriminating me for being pregnant. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Yes. Wow. That's you, a real confusing one. That would he would just be like, oh, um, and then you get out of there. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm gonna use that, but let's just say Quinn's gonna have to stop up at that Christie's upstairs <laughs> on the way home, bitch. Okay. Um, and then here's the last one. Um, what about when someone's like? I never voted. But then also they look at you and they go, who are you? What are you doing in my house? <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey.
funny. I'm a I'm a voting official. <laughs> oh my god! Thank I don't you. get this game anymore. <laughs> I don't like Honestly, it. Honestly, fair. I think the game is pretty pretty clear. <laughs> oh my god! And that was and that was oh, oh honey. honey. I mean. That Lauren, thank you so much for being on the show. We just have one final segment, and this segment, is, we call it Spill It. it. And this is just when we talk about stuff that we have uh, going on, you know, in the upcoming days, weeks, and hopefully years if we live that long. So um, what, what's going on with you, Dakota? Um, I have, like, a really big week coming up. I'm going to... Um touch a hot lamp on accident. Oh my god, I'll be sure to check that out. Yeah. I'm really excited. Someone's gonna say, oh, don't touch that lamp, it's really hot. And then I'm gonna touch it kind of to see if they're telling the truth. <laughs> but also on accident. Well, I'll say it's an accident. What about you? Um, I don't have a ton planned. I think I'm just gonna like dig really deep and then give 110% at the big game. <gasps> That's, I love that for you. Thank you so much. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna do it then, but I'm not, I'm, I'll give a little preview now. <gasps> <laughs> but I'm not gonna do more now. <laughs> okay. Wow, that was really amazing. Thank you so much. Okay, so Lauren, you told us about our, your incredible um, column that's coming up, but where else can people find you and do you have any other exciting things coming up? I'm not at liberty to say them. <gasps> Ooh, baby. Ho hopefully soon. Um, awesome. So we'll see. This weekend I'll be getting really mad about the Oscars pretty much no matter who wins. So Love that. follow me on Twitter. Yeah, at Lauren Duca. <laughs> um, thank you guys all so much for coming out to UCB tonight. We have a show here the second Thursday of every month. Sometimes it's a live variety show. Sometimes it's this. Thank you so, so much for coming out. Get home safe. And tune in next week, listeners, to find out, when we've ho to find out how old we really are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. Good night. Thank you.